Don't be ashamed to learn things that you need to know. Here's Sexplanations with Dr. Doe. Sexplanations podcast episode 65. This is in regards to a Sexplanations YouTube channel episode called One Year and 16 Questions, where the then director, Nicholas Jenkins, and I sat down to answer the audience questions. Today, I'm talking with you, the audience of this Explanations podcast, here by myself. Uh, Callie is doing the sound recording, which I appreciate, but yeah, uh, I'm in my head. We're going to pull those thoughts out and share them with you in regards to how the podcast has been for the last year and then also the big tour that we have coming up because when this episode is aired, it will be the month of October, year 2018, and we will be well into our way of um, running a campaign, a fundraising for the Sexplanations Road Tour. So first, shout outs to the Sexplanations bosses, those people at patreon.com slash podcast who contribute generously to making this show possible. Ben, Donna, Paul, and the Millers. I always try to remember Paul's name by thinking of the Nixons, but is yes, yes, the four... Four biggies there. I am so grateful for all of you making this possible and the other sexplanauts on patreon.com who have supported us, which I will say right off the bat makes it a little confusing for me to do this crowdfunding road tour because I feel like the audience has already been so incredibly generous to sex education via explanations that it's like, oh my gosh, can you do more? I don't know. But if you can, let's do this. So keeping in mind that this is being recorded in September and I am not sure how the fundraising is going at this point in October. I'm just going to talk as if it's been really successful and tell you about um, how this project came to be and all my hopes and dreams for it. So the Sexplanations YouTube channel started June 10th. 2012, uh, something back then. And we ran it for four years and then decided to do a launch of a podcast to complement the show and share with our followers another component of sexuality education. Again, you have given so much and it felt appropriate to keep expanding our project and reaching people who either can't see or don't have the time to devote eye time. They don't have eye time. <laughs> they have listen time. And so the podcast was an opportunity to reach more people that way. It's also really nice, I think, because Sexplanation's YouTube channel is more of a clean cut, scripted, tightly edited program for you to get a five minute rundown on a sexuality topic. And the Sexplanation's podcast is a way for us to go deeper with other people's perspectives and for you to see that I'm learning as well. So um, not just, hey, be curious, but hey, I'm curious and I don't know it all. And here is your silly host <laughs> doing the best she can at life. So um, that's how things have been going. They've been really great. I have appreciated meeting people, getting to know them better on the podcast, just in awe of how willing the guests are to delve into their sex lives. I, I don't say anything to them beforehand about how, oh, this is going to get really intense or I'm going to ask you about what you do with your dicks. It, they just go into it. And I think for them, it must be really nice to have a place to talk about sexuality and not feel like 
they're being inappropriate or hitting on anyone. They, they can just put those thoughts and questions in place. And for me, it's really amazing to see how my community is becoming so sex positive that there isn't really this sense that we're talking about something taboo anymore. We're having open and honest conversations. And I am forever grateful to the people who support this show, making that possible, and the people who come on board to um, model those behaviors. Uh, anything else I want to say about the podcast? Um, yeah, this is really, 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 really amazing. And if I come up with other things later, I will. But now um, let's talk about the Sexplanations Road Tour. So I have been getting a lot of comments over time about how people wished that I existed when they were younger or about how they wish their sex education resembled more of how I teach and their or their gym teacher, their health teacher had a more sex positive attitude about everything related to their bodies than the teachers that they come across. And these comments have rushed around my brain like little networks of trains for a long time. And I just would kind of organize them with Sexplanation's YouTube channel and the podcast and just say, okay, we'll we'll keep doing what we're doing. We'll strategize the topics that people need and we'll model the communication to maybe the educators, but also the students so that they get what they missed. And I, I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And then about a year ago, somewhere somewhere within the last five years of doing this, I realized that there is a way to reach people kind of going back in time and being there for them in a non-sexplanations way, which is to go into those communities that don't have as much internet access or wherewithal about sex education being on the web people who are undereducated about their bodies and the changes of puberty and development, people who uh, need information about protection and family planning and sexually transmitted infections, et cetera. Those people exist, and I can reach them by gas-powered vehicle. So for that reason, and then also because I think that it's important to be of service and really connect with everyone out there, as many people as I can, um, in a face-to-face -face way, I proposed going on tour. And I reached out to, I think, the Sexplanations YouTube channel patrons on patreon.com, and I said, hey, I'm thinking about this idea. Are there any of you who might want to take on the task of being part of a think tank? So I told them the familial name for this is Roadhead and that they would be part of the Roadhead think tank. There are a couple of conditions to to join in. One is that they needed to be willing to share their email addresses with the rest of the team. So consent and privacy are really important to me. And I, I knew we all needed to connect, but I didn't want to just give out people's email addresses to, you know, other people that I don't know. So that was a condition. And then the other one is that they understood it was volunteer. Project Roadhead, um, this Explanations Road Trip is a volunteer service for me as well. I'm doing this. Um, the plan is not for me to get paid. It is for me to do a pro bono kind of guerrilla style tour, giving sex education to 
any community I can reach at public libraries and parks and um, in schools and cafes and whatnot, anyone where I'm welcome. And so about 20 people offered to do this. They wrote back and told me what their skill sets were and how they wanted to be involved, and they agreed to those terms. And then uh, we put together this really enormous document, uh, and Google shared it with everyone. It was basically all of my ideas about what a road trip would look like, the road tour, and then it listed off the questions that had been ping-ponging around my brain unanswered. So I sent this to everyone, and all these different colors of font representing different members of the Roadhead Think Tank would respond. And we had this really amazing collaborative energy determining how and if this was possible. So what we came up with is that I would get a an RV, a motorhome, and from Missoula, Montana, which is in the northwest of the United States, we would do a little pilot run of maybe a week or two where I would test out my comfort with being in this vehicle like a snail with my home on my back and then um, go back to Missoula and kind of check in and uh, reevaluate. And then from there, hit the road for four months. So what we have now is the motorhome. I got an RV. It's a 2013 let's see if I can remember, 2013 Coachman Freelander 19CB. So you can look it up. It's that motorhome because after a really long time of evaluating what would work best, months, months, and a whole team of a vehicle-assigned task force, I knew that I wanted something that could fit reasonably in a parking spot that has a bed that doesn't have to be made every day, so not a couch converted into a bed, but just a bed. And I was advised by people who do hashtag van life that a bathroom is nice, though that wasn't needed. And it was important to my partner who's going to go along with me that he be able to stand up to put on his pants. So um, something with more height than a minivan. Let's see, what were the other conditions? Uh, that it not leak, that it not have mold damage, that it not break down, that it not be super difficult to repair. So, for example, a Mercedes Sprinter, super quiet, gets great gas mileage, but really hard to repair if you're in more remote areas of the United States, which we're aiming to reach because that's where sex education seems to be the shittiest. So uh, after so many hours of looking for a vehicle um, through different online platforms and driving around to places and calling places. I was dropping my daughter off at work and went to the largest RV retailer in Montana. It's almost in like across three states. It's one of the biggest and drove up and was like, oh, I've got a couple hours. They let me walk my dog around. So that's nice. I could take my dog into the RV. So it was like, you know, walking my dog really at an RV park uh, or an RV store. I went in all these different ones uh, and then finally, at the very end, he was like, you know, we have one that we haven't put out yet. We just got it in on trade. The person kept really good care of it, but wanted to have a, a boat instead because he moved to the lake. Do you want to check it out? I said, absolutely. Walked in. It was perfect. And went through like six days of negotiation to get it because I was really determined to get a certain price and make the decision 
with everyone involved having informed consent and really keeping in mind all of you because that is a component of the road tour that is hopefully in the fundraising process being covered so that I don't have to to spend the money on this RV. But instead, as a community, we are all buying into it and having a nice way for me and my partner to travel around. Okay, so I kept you in mind. I was like, I respect your money and I want to do good things with it and I want to feel comfortable and here's a way. So boom, got the RV. And then let's see what else happened. Oh, oh gosh, so great. There is a project manager. So of the 20 people, we kept like tossing around emails and messages saying who can really lead this because yes, we all have these skills that we can bring to the table, but somebody needs to organize the cats. So this person named Jay um, sent me a message and he said he would be willing with certain conditions. Like he does not want to choose venues, for example, or coordinate with uh, different places about where we go or ticket sales or anything like that, which don't exist because this is all free, no ticket sales. Um, and I said, great, everything else. Awesome. Can you do that? And he said, yes. And Jay and I talk probably once a night uh, doing a check-in and then sometimes longer on the weekends to really make sure that this thing is coming together. And we're, we do all of that for free, all of the time that we put into figuring out who can do a website Um, who the graphic designer will be, whether or not the sperm are one inch or six inches, all the calculations, the math, the coordinating of the people, everything. That happens in large part because Jay, he is so devoted. And I, gosh, what an amazing guy. I feel about him being a project manager the way I feel about my partner just being like a sexual Adonis. So just real, real good. Lots of good feelings there. And he introduced me to a woman named Elizabeth, who then took on the project of the website design. So we had this really great website team that was busy building the back end of it, doing all of the the coding and making sure that ballot systems work and it's user-friendly. And on the front side, this woman, Elizabeth, did all this graphic design work. And I remember she sent me a proof for it. And I squealed for 15 minutes on the phone with Jay just being like, this is amazing. It's so amazing. And it's, it's things like that that make me feel really excited and believe that this is all possible because other people do. And so when I am uh, overwhelmed about it and thinking, oh my gosh, I, I get to work really hard on Sexplanations podcast and Sexplanations YouTube channel because I have to get four months of work done in advance. Um, And I am overwhelmed by planning a whole tour and basically moving someplace else because I'm going to live in an RV instead of a home. People like the tech team and the vehicle team and the web designer and Jay, they refuel me. And so that has been so great. So we have this beautiful website Uh, I hope as of the the time that this is going, you like it and you see how special it is. Uh, Let's see. What else can I tell you? Oh, right. So the plan, we have all this stuff going. Um, All the pieces are in place except how are we going to collect and distribute the funding and where are we going to end up going? So what I had envisioned in my mind was really similar to a YouTuber named Hannah Hart. She started off with a show called My Drunk Kitchen and then 
had, I think, a similar drive to do something for communities in person and give back. And so she actually went around the country meeting up with people in their kitchens and cooking and then also going to food banks and drawing in volunteers to uh, do everything from collecting the food and organizing it and cleaning it and redistributing it, et cetera, to people in need. And so I, I love that model. I actually um, talked to Hannah about it and got some feedback from her on best practices and decided that, yes, that is indeed what I want to do. And so similarly to her project, she allowed people to have a say on where she went. She did that by a voting system where people would – uh, I guess you would say, like, pay for ballots. And I f- feel the same way. Like, c- for a dollar, can we give votes to people to say, come to Chicago or go to two dot Montana? Yes, I want to see you here in my big city where I know about sexplanations, but also I want to send you someplace in the Bible Belt where they really need the help. And so... That was part of the fundraising effort and part of the decision-making about where we would go. Of course, there are places that I would like to see along the way and learn about their uh, sexual activities, um, what's going on in their communities. There, for example, is a Center for Sex Positive Culture. Um, There's a lot of sex toy stores and dungeons and areas where I think it would be fun to go and connect with people. But the main component of this tour is reaching, I would say, young adults and youth to talk to them about their sexualities. And I want the community to determine who I reach in that way. So maybe that's decided by November. Um, But right now, if you are listening to this and you want to check out how the ballot system is going or get some ballots of your own, you can go to CuriousRoadTour.com and see. I think we'll also have an Indiegogo page and a Patreon page specifically dedicated to the show. So you you can donate. Um, And, oh, another big one that I have been super excited about is sperm donation. I wanted to do this for Sexual Nation's YouTube channel for a long time, but it just, it didn't work out. Um, And so this seems like the perfect time for it. I am at at this moment still trying to determine whether or not a wrap on the vehicle is a safe idea, like a big um, vinyl sticker that goes on and has anything from like a pretty garden scene to the awesome sex positive quotations, but um, that's not determined. So maybe by this time that you're listening to this, I will have the go ahead on my great idea, which is to cover the RV and sperm. And so you can do a sperm donation where for a set price, which I don't know at this time, uh, and get your sperm put on the vehicle, and then it will travel like sperm and semen to a destination, and it will be so fun, and you will be a sperm donor, and I love it so much. Okay, so that's the fundraising. We're just we're gonna try and give you cool things and inspire you to just support us because it's a great thing to do, and the cool thing that we're giving in that way is sex education to people who need it. And, yeah, through Indiegogo and Patreon. So I think that's the fundraising. I've covered the fundraising, and I think the location has been covered as well. I, I Gosh, I wish you were all here right now to 
have conversations with. Um, the plan is to launch October 1 with a live stream. So hopefully you'll have heard another version of this then where I recall the history and how we plan to make all this happen. But here I am talking from the past, sending this into the future to say that um, this is a really big deal and I care about it a lot. I care about all of you a lot and I want to make sure that the people who need this information get it. I'm thinking back to the episode of Sexual Nation's YouTube channel where we talked about sexual shame and how many messages I received from people who whose education was don't do that because, right? Like they they weren't actually educated. They were just put down in this very succinct way so as to manipulate what they were doing or thinking. And I don't want that to be the case. Like, yeah, sex, shame, shame of any kind is really efficient at changing someone's behavior, but it's not long-term and it's not informative. So people end up not being able to make healthy decisions or, or not investigating things that will help them make healthy decisions. I think so often about the individuals who are shamed about using condoms or carrying condoms and people who are shamed for going to the doctor and getting pelvic exams or coming back with sexually transmitted infections, which of course they have because no one told them how to prevent that. I am heartbroken by things like that and I want it to be different. I, th I think it can be and I think that Sexplanation's YouTube channel and podcast both do a great job of reaching enormous numbers of people all over the world. But it's not a dialogue um, until the content is made. And then the comments are great, but um, I want to hear from the people who, who don't know that we exist. And gosh, let them know what a clitoris is and how to be hygienic and pleasure themselves so that they don't need another partner or that they know how to share their their bodies and their pleasure with another person or lots of people and for them to understand that relationships don't look a certain way and oh to to know what relationships look like when they're abusive and and need repair or help and guidance and empower them to seek that and show them what their resources are i think there's so many ways that i can be useful and yes, um, these social media platforms are incredible and I will continue to do this work, but I, I need to get on the ground and do some grassroots stuff to make sure that I have done as much as I can with your help, of course. This is not just my project. This is an us thing that I am asking of us. I am I'm looking for crowdfunding support to cover the expenses and to make sure that it doesn't do any financial harm to me. And I am looking for like volunteer support for people to be at those locations and help keep us safe and, you know, set up connections with groups and cheer to cheer me on. That would be lovely. I would love to see all of you. I would love to show you your sperm on the RV. If it's there, I, I would love to vlog about it and make sure that those of you who aren't there seeing the power of your contributions can witness it online. Oh, and I don't know if this is going to be a thing or not, but there's a 
big, cool project, too, to figure out if there is somebody who can do a docuseries so that it's all vlogged in a really fancy way. And I don't have to add that to my plate. So future Lindsay, I'm so excited for you to know what this is going to look like. And I am thrilled that, you know, even if this doesn't get funded to to the degree that makes all your wildest dreams come true, that you know the community cares and we're all doing the best that we can. So on that sentimental note um, and plug for this big project that I hope you all join me on. Um, We're going to just end this podcast today with some kegels and a sextra credit assignment. Feel your kegels if you're able. squeeze. Okay, I've come up with a way to do kegels. We're going to do them with a moment of silence. And this is really for anything that you need to spend time thinking about. But I will tell you, I'm going to have this moment of silence for my nervous current self who doesn't know what my future October self has in store for her. And for all the people who I hope to reach who don't have sex education now and will hopefully have it soon, this moment of silence is for you. And while it's happening, just take time to clench and hold your pubococcygeus muscles, that pelvic flooring that can contract and relax in your groin, or do some flutter kicks with it. Um, You can do sets and reps, or just breathe through your genitals. Okay, one last inhale through the crotch and exhale out the crotch. Hmm. All right, so sextra credit assignment for this week. Assignments are not always bad, so here's some sextra credit. Please do go to the curiousroadtour.com, that website, and just check it out. See how beautiful it is and how much hard work the road head <laughs> think tank put into making it possible. Click around, see um, if there is anything that you are interested in doing, either as a volunteer or a donor. See if there is a city that you would like to put on the map and organize a meetup for. There are lots of ways to participate, not just one and not just financial so uh please check that out as your extra sextra credit assignment and for the podcast great job on on being a podcast podcast you you've had an awesome run we're not done with you yet um but i'm glad to check in on all sorts of things and to keep learning and coral and paro i'm still learning